0: Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. In this HCI podcast episode, I walk you through our 2020 Human Capital Year in Review, exploring some of the biggest topics in human resources and organizational leadership in this crazy 2020. Welcome back to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. It's great to be with you again today as we go through our 2020 Human Capital Year in Review. As we all know, this has been a rather crazy year. Uh, As I record, my two little boys are in the other room playing Mario on the Nintendo Switch and screaming periodically, so you might hear them, Uh, but that I think encapsulates well what this year has been like. Um, Upended by COVID-19. And we've seen a lot of shifts in HR and organizational leadership space as organizations grapple with how to deal with their human capital. So many crazy things have happened this year. I was uh, looking through the interwebs trying to find some of the most bizarre events of 2020. And some of the common ones that came up in different articles included things like the Murder Hornets, uh, the Pentagon release of three UFO videos, uh, who who forgot about the uh, Tiger King that came out early on in the pandemic. I must admit that I binged that show and each episode was a hotter mess than the one before. Uh, there was a high school student that discovered a new planet. Uh, there was a star that went missing. Remember that broom challenge hoax that went viral? Uh, the uh, Poland accidentally invaded the Czech Republic. Uh, puppy was born with green fur. Uh, I mean, there's just on and on and on so many things. And then you add on to that more more serious matters like the George Floyd incident, Black Lives Matter protests, uh, political unrest, uh, everything around the US election. Uh, That was crazy. Um, The list goes on and on with all the craziness that happened during the pandemic. And here in Utah, even Add on top of that, we had earthquakes along with the pandemic. We had uh, massive hoarding at the grocery stores. Uh, Just it made for a very uh, surreal time, Uh, particularly in the early days as all of the children went home from school and were um, schooled at home for the rest of the school year. uh, As people started working from home uh, and trying to balance everything, uh, trying to get uh, the the essential items that they needed when the grocery stores were overrun. Um, we settled into things a bit, but then the hospitalizations started coming, the deaths started piling up. Uh, I uh, was infected with COVID in June, uh, and I had a relatively mild case, thankfully. Uh, but I, since then I've known so many people that have, have gotten it and some, uh, that have had very serious cases and even some who have died. Uh, so it, it is a very serious time. Uh, but with all of that said, I think there's a lot to take away from 2020 and a lot of opportunity. Uh, as part of this episode today, I wanted to share a really insightful article, uh, by Julie Winkle, uh, Giuliani, uh, titled 2020 in Review, Handling Annual Conversations with Employees. So I'm going to read her article. Uh, I do want to say upfront that I think you all know that I'm not a big fan of the annual review. I think performance management is important. Uh, I think waiting for a once a year annual review is a rather ridiculous way to do it. Uh, and I don't know Julie personally, and so I can't really speak to her thoughts on um, performance management and annual reviews, um, but clearly she is suggesting in this article uh, that this year uh, in particular, we need to look at things a little bit differently. And I would argue the same thing. So all of her points are well taken. The only thing I would have said differently probably if I had written this article is that you know the annual review should not be an annual thing. In fact, performance reviews should be regularly regular events. They should happen on a continual basis. Probably at least monthly, if not quarterly, um, that you need to have these regular conversations and talk about goal setting and providing resources and support to your employees. It's more important now than it ever has been. But for those organizations that are still stuck in this old fashioned model of annual reviews, only once a year reviews, it is true that this year provides a, a tremendous opportunity to shift the way we think about annual reviews and to do them better. So I hope you enjoy her article, and I've linked to the full text of the article in the show notes. 2020 is clearly the year that no one planned for. The ink was barely dry on annual goals, objectives, and expectations when many organizations were upended by COVID-19. Many leaders already don't relish the year and tradition of evaluating performance and development, and they are understandably concerned about how to structure these conversations under uh, current circumstances or even whether such conversations should be conducted at all. But here's the truth. Your employees need this conversation more this year than ever before. Stress, anxiety, displacement, isolation, disappointments, and the list goes on. People need to connect. They need space and time to be carved out to reflect upon deeply and make sense of the past year. They need to feel valued for what they were able to accomplish, even if it wasn't all that was expected. So this year's reviews may be the most important such meetings a leader will conduct. And when addressed skillfully, they can be a dynamic opportunity to build pride, insights, relationships, trust, and motivation for the coming year. But not if they default to last year's script or roadmap. To be effective in 2020, this version of this conversation will require additional care and nuance. Uh, So I suggest that you consider these small but significant adjustments. First, honor the whole person. The lines between work and home have never been blurrier for most people. When COVID-19 sent a huge portion of the workforce into work from home mode, we expanded our understanding of those with whom we work. So the scene is already set to expand the envelope and bring that whole and complete human being into the review. This is the year to tap our humanity and use this time to not just explore performance and development, but also consider the broader person. Depending on the relationships that have been established, this is a good time to go deeper than before with questions like, how are you doing really? How's working from home working for you? How are you feeling about returning to the workplace? To what extent are you able to find balance? What support do you need? Using this review, time to connect, not just on business level, but also on a deeply personal level, offers a rare opportunity to deepen trust, elevate the relationships, and offer the kind of attention and understanding that many employees crave right now. I'm excited to announce Will help you to explore your own leadership competencies and capabilities and consider ways to apply and implement them into your workplace and personal life. Number two, wallow in the winds. This is the year to shine the brightest light possible upon successes, achievements, and positive outcomes. Employees who face endless challenges and changes day after day need to pause and celebrate, and the year-end review is an ideal time to do this. While an accounting of what went well is a standard feature of the review landscape, this year it needs to be amplified. Leaders can do this by inviting employees to put together their lists of wins in advance and to do it creatively. Make it a portfolio review or a PowerPoint deck or a top 20 list. The key is to offer a different frame that inspires greater engagement with the task. Gathering positive comments and stories from colleagues, employees, customers, and other stakeholders uh, is also important. A list of quotes or a word cloud that features positive themes will demonstrate your additional effort and can offer the boost and balance many people need this year. Remember that effort and partial wins deserve recognition too. It's easy to focus only on the goals and objectives that hit the 100% completion mark, but this year 90% or even 50% might be worth celebrating as well. Reinforcing the effort towards those partial results may be exactly what's required to sustain it the rest of the way. Number three, mind the misses. For many organizations and individuals, 2020 shifted the trajectory in unexpected directions. Much of the Q1 goals setting became immediately irrelevant before the close of the quarter. Revenue and nearly every other measure of performance has likely fallen short of expectations. Leaders and employees need to have a candid conversation about this. How the conversation is handled can drive further disappointment or greater dedication and development. This year, leaders may want to begin this part of the conversation differently, perhaps by turning the spotlight towards the organization and themselves. To begin with an honest appraisal of how the business responded, fell short, or recovered is an unusual line of discussion, but these are unusual times. Demonstrating responsibility and accountability at the organizational and leadership levels sets the tone for greater employee candor and vulnerability. Inviting the employee to review the organization offers a rich opportunity for insight, feedback, and improvement that leaders rarely hear as well. A similarly open approach must also extend to the discussion of the employee's performance and development shortfalls. Compassion must accompany candor along with an eye towards learning and future action. The most powerful and productive question a leader can use to make this happen is, what did you learn from that? This becomes a springboard for exploring alternatives and planning for a more productive future. In this way, missed expectations are mined for the rich insights they provide. One of the things we've learned during this extraordinary year is that sometimes small things can be a big deal. When leaders are willing to make these small adjustments to the annual performance and development reviews, they can transform the traditional process into an experience that resonates and fills the deep need that employees have. And that is definitely a big goal. Well, in this episode, I focused largely on performance management and sharing the annual review article. Uh, The truth of the matter is there is a lot of shifts and changes in the workplace this year in 2020 due to largely uh, COVID-19. We've seen the shift towards more work from home situations, uh, embracing a virtual work and uh, virtual technologies to assist in work from home arrangements. Uh, And we have seen organizations have to seriously pivot in terms of their strategies and in terms of how they want to approach their customers in this time of social isolation uh, and trying to make sure that uh, people can stay healthy. So organizations from an HR standpoint have had to grapple with how do you engage people Uh, in a virtual setting? How do you help your employees uh, to maintain a a connection to the organization, consistency within your organizational culture when they're working from home? How do you support them, not just in their work, but in their mental health needs um, because they're experiencing social isolation and dealing with stress and anxieties around uh, everything with the pandemic and everything that this year has thrown at us. These are all the types of things that organizations have had to really think about and grapple with from an HR perspective and from an organizational leadership perspective, leaders have had to grapple with all these same things in their personal lives while simultaneously trying to support their people. Uh, And that's a big burden. So organizations need to find ways to, to, to really be thoughtful about how they support their leadership uh, and how their leadership can best support their people 2020 has been quite the year Uh, it's been quite the ride and on a personal note i've really enjoyed engaging with all of you in this podcast this year there's been so many excellent opportunities to interview amazing people uh, to share some of my insights and writing with you Uh, as well as uh, really explore other thought leadership around the HR and people management space. It's been a lot of fun, and I am so grateful to all of you for being part of my audience and engaging with me this way. I hope all of you a wonderful and fabulous uh, New Year's Eve and New Year's. Uh, Happy 2020. Uh, And, you know, 2020 has been quite the year. But uh, but I'm grateful for it nonetheless, and I hope all of you have had opportunities to learn and grow this year. As always, I hope you stay healthy and safe, that you can find meaning and purpose at work each and every day, and I hope you all have a great week. We are excited about the launch